Goldthorpe is number one. A kickstart for Australia. Gold in a world record. Now it's Donovan Bailey trying to pick up runners. Donovan Bailey is putting on the third. A perfect score, 10.0 for Dante Cavanici, a perfect score. The first time I've never seen anyone get a So in over 100 years, nobody's won as many medals at the Olympic Games in any sport than this great champion, Michael Phelps. Usain Bolt, sprinting ahead, winning by daylight and setting a world record. 9.68, the wind is okay. How easy was that? It is Off the Podium, an Olympics podcast, an award-nominated podcast <laughs> as we come to you today for an episode that you've all been waiting for. It's an exclusive episode because no one has ever done this, not even a podcast or a website or a YouTube channel. We're going to rank the Olympic medals from 1994 onwards. Uh, we are so excited to be able to do maybe the geekiest thing Olympic fans could ever do. Uh, we haven't even ranked the Olympics yet. We haven't even ranked the sports. We're going straight into the medals from 1994 onwards uh, because why not? They're nice and attractive and we like the medals. Just like so, us. Exactly. And just like us, medals have also been nominated for an award, which we will uh, talk at some point because... It happened a while ago, at least when you're hearing this for the first time, and people are probably wondering, why have you not talked about that yet? Well, there's a reason behind that. Uh, my name is Ben, and joining me is uh, the number one medal winner from all of Winnipeg. It's Colin Hilding. Hello, Colin. Welcome back. Yes, I have approximately one, and it's supposed <laughs> to be Atlanta, but it's got Donovan Bailey's face on the other side. So it's Canada representing Canadian medals. It's, it's, it's better than that. He's putting it on already. Uh, <laughs> we're also joining us as a man. I don't know if he's got any medals with him. I've got props. We're going to get to that shortly. Uh, Amy Plains, number one medal winner. It's Jared Lubick. Jared, welcome back. Thank you. It is, it is good to be back. I am propless, um, but I think uh, if you're going to have an Olympic medal, you've got to earn it. Well, that, <laughs> none of these $2 wish crap things that Ben Waterworth has bought. Um, yes, I have 14 of the 15 medals that we are ranking in front of me tonight, and I have to wear all of them as I rank them. So I'm going to have a very sore neck by the end of this, and uh, people are going to hear a lot of metal clanging because obviously we uh, don't do video episodes at the time of release. And this is coming soon in 2022. Get excited. But uh, even then, we're only doing the ones you want to watch, the interviews, none of this crap of us talking. So you're going to hear a lot of clanging and banging for no real reason except for Ben having a sore neck. But um, before we before we talk about ranking the medals, we should touch on the elephant in the room because uh, we have been nominated for an award. We, we, we shouldn't gloss over this. <laughs> Round of applause for us. <laughs> Comedic um, geniuses. We are amazing. Um, we, Colin and I and Jared, we, we're a part of 50 out of the 1,000 shows and they never get nominated, but apparently this <laughs> one does. Um, we have been nominated for an Australian Podcast Award in the Creativity Award category, which is a big honour. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Now, a uh, bit of a shock because this wasn't a category that we actually entered in, but um, <laughs> the judges apparently listened and thought, Subway, we were creative. This is a an award chosen at the discretion of the judges, recognising a single piece of audio so creatively dazzling that it deserves its own trophy. Um, it could be the result of great storytelling, sound design, performance editing, or a combination of the above. And it's proudly sponsored by the Nova Entertainment Podcast. Thank you, Nova Entertainment Podcast Network. Now, Jared, I messaged you, the time of recording this is only a few days ago. By the time we're releasing this, I believe the ceremony is actually on the day we are releasing this. So we get it out just in time. Jared, was there anything better to have someone like Osher Gunsberg basically saying, there's some great podcasts, you should be listening to them. Come on, Andy G is telling people to listen to Off the Podium, Jared. This is a coup for us. It's right up there. The only thing better would be Shane Gould, but um, we'll take Osher. <laughs> you will take Osher. He's part of the Survivor universe. Colin, I mean... How excited were you to I mean, see the clip of, I don't even know who that girl was, but she said we're one of the most creative podcasts in Australia. So thank you, random girl and Osha. I mean, how excited were you to wake up to this news? Uh, especially with my recognition of both of those people, um, <laughs> all the great work they do. <laughs> but uh, I, I we, had, we had entered all the different shows and I think it's not even the first year we've done it. And like, ah, we're not going to get nominated for anything. When I saw it, I immediately showed Jamie. She goes, huh? 
that's cool. I'm like, no, no, no. This isn't like some lame blog that says we are, you know, it's not a Czech Slovak reality award. Yeah, Two-time Czech winner Slovak. for Survivor Oz. <laughs> this is like a real thing. Look, it looks professional, Jamie. And she's like, yeah, yeah, that's really good. All right. What do you want for breakfast? <laughs> to put it into but context, I mean, is, there's an actual award ceremony, the Ritz Hotel. Like, this is a real I thing. <laughs> I told her, I'm like, hey, if, if we had the money to go over there, we could actually attend a proper awards banquet. Come on. Well, it's got nothing to do with the money on my side of things. Blame our borders. I mean, I, I, I want to go because, like, it's in Sydney and I could go to it as, as nominees. We get a chance to, to go there. But uh, unfortunately... We're never the- getting nominated again. Well, somebody <laughs> couldn't bother to be here to accept their creativity award. The the, the borders just won't allow it. But um, seriously, like, this was a, a big shock. We're, we're, we're thrilled and we're, we're up against some good competition. Um you know, uh, <laughs> we're up against background briefing. Never heard of them. Uh, housewarming, which I not heard of, but I've looked them up and they actually look pretty good. It's basically a bunch of people in a house sharing stories about shared house living, which is pretty exciting. Uh, we're also up against Moon Man in the Morning, which is, I think, a nationally syndicated breakfast show featuring the esteemed Lawrence Mooney. Now, Colin doesn't know who that is, but I think even you know who Lawrence Mooney is, Jared. He's pretty funny. So, And I'm looking here, they've got 45,000 followers on Instagram. So, yep. And uh, Shift Podcast from the Edge, don't know who that is. And Stuff the British Stole, which... Don't know. I, I I don't know who any of these podcasts are, but I looked them all up. They've all got about ten times the followers as we do. So, um, yay! We're the little guys in the big pool. But we did something creatively, which I, to be honest with you, don't know what it is. The audio that we submitted included two clips of commentary from Tokyo, which was our swimming commentary. I think that was the suck at America. Um, and then it was the sailing commentary with the Pirates of the Caribbean. So. I want to think it's a sailing. I thought that was kind of cool. So, you know, get on board the pirates, Colin. I don't know. You well, you were pumped for that? Yeah, I mean, but little did they know those are the only two creative things we've ever done. Uh, so <laughs> disappointment when they actually listen to the podcast. <laughs> we, we lucked into it. Jared, if you were a judge, would you be voting more for Suck It America or dun 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 it dun 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 it <laughs> be sailing every day of the week the fact that you're able to make that interesting it's just i mean that's the creativity right there look at i mean look at that if we win this damn thing we're going to send it to the ioc and be like look we (laughs) added music to sailing and we won an award all right imagine what this would be like for the actual olympics well we already have some athletes behind our commentaries like yeah this this is what if we do win or even just be nominated it's got to be for that because athletes are backing us awards are backing us like we hey. need to get into the olympics now and also can we point out that the the six of us nominated in this category we're we're very honored they don't just award one category this isn't the oscars you know the the most creative podcast goes to there's a gold silver and bronze like this is very fitting <laughs> for an olympics podcast that there should be a gold silver and bronze and i hope that they release like the order like if we don't get a gold silver or a bronze i hope they release it and we were fourth because that would yeah. fit in perfectly. Yes. Right? Like, we would take fourth of being just off the podium for off the podium. So it kind of Do you works think that, that they're way. actually nominating us now, though, so it could be appropriate that somebody is off the podium? Maybe. Who knows? Who knows? But uh, time release, the, the award ceremony, December the 2nd, and uh, which, again, at the time of releasing this, uh, this is the day this is out. So if you're listening to this in the morning, you can tune in, uh, ozpodcastawards.com, I think is the website, and you can uh, check it out and uh, have the live stream there. You can watch it, and uh, I'm sure Jared, Colin, and I will dress up in some tuxes and sit there on Zoom and uh, pretend to the whole, like, the the, the little, ah, oh, moon man in the morning deserved that. Absolutely. Can, can, <laughs> no, I, I'll can just... a Canadian tuxedo be worn? <laughs> hey, you gotta check the dress code. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do the Joey Tribbiani where I'll be like, what the fuck? They didn't deserve to win. <laughs> like, moon man in the morning sucks. <laughs> Which they don't. Listen to moon man in the morning. It's great. <laughs> 
I love Lawrence Mooney. He's a funny guy. But uh, all the best to all the other people nominated. Um, this will be the only episode that we do between now and then that hasn't already been recorded. So if we want to drop out any subtle sass to, um, I don't know, shift podcast from the edge. Oh, look at us. We're edgy. <laughs> Stuff the British style. Well, they sold everything. Don't try too hard there with your podcast name. Um, we'll throw some sass. But we're here. Direct the medals. So let's get back on topic. And this is something we touched on a while ago that we said we would do bit of fun you've been listening to all our great interviews and we thought well, let's take a break let's rank the medals and we're going from 1994 onwards because there have been some great olympic medals over the years but to me 94 onwards is when they got really cool because the ribbons were a little bit more stylistic you had sort of more of the the labeling of the olympics from atlanta onwards i mean the lillehammer one didn't have sort of the the typeface on the ribbons but they were a little bit more exciting than sort of just the stripes that they used to have on it so a little bit more memorable and we're doing every single summer and winter from 94 onwards and also which does now include Beijing 2022 because we did say when we were doing this at that time, they hadn't released it, but they have released the medal designs now for Beijing 2022. So we can rank that as well. Uh, Sadly, that is the only prop I do not have because Wish haven't released the Beijing 2022 (laughs) replica yet. Um, Jared, before we get into this, just give me a thought process on how you went into this. Like, I mean, did you go into this going... Oh yeah, I've always loved this medal, easy number one, or oh, I've always hated this one, easy number fifteen. I mean, how did you go into this when you put your list together? I had a couple that I knew that I liked, but I feel the more that I went through them and kind of went away from it and came back to it, my rankings kind of changed over the week. Um, but kind of my my top one didn't shift. Everything else, I feel. The top and the last one didn't shift in between, was moving about a bit. But, um, I mean, some of these are great and others are just trash. That is I, a very good summary. I would agree with that. Colin, what that about you? That also goes for the Australian Podcast Awards and the Creative <laughs> Yeah, some, some of them are great. Moo Man in the Morning, brilliant, right? That is up there with every single award ever. But then stuff the British style, just shit. Just don't listen to I, it. I was going to go with off the podium, but okay. Uh. <laughs> that too is kind of rubbish. Uh, hello to our friends over and stuff, the British soul. Great show. Keep up the great work. I, I'm going to agree with things both of you have said so far. Um, with Jared, you know, my number one, uh, if, if you asked me six months ago, I don't think I would have had an absolute number one. But uh, when I sat down to make this list, it's like, okay, this is probably going to be number one. And it was number one. Uh, my top tier, I sort of all knew what it would be, but, the rankings have changed. Even I made one or two adjustments this morning still. Uh, the bottom ones are interesting though, because like you said, Ben, I don't think that even my very bottom one, I would have said, well, that's my absolute least favorite medal. Uh, when you have to sit down and rank these as a whole, it's very different than just looking at a medal and say, oh, I kind of like that. That's cool. That's different. Uh, then when you have to compare it to the, all the other ones, that's where it changes a little bit. So uh, as opposed to just being like, I like the way this medal looks, now you have to say, okay, well, is this too similar to another one? Is it too different from all the others? And one thing I'll say too with some of my rankings, uh, th- there's one in particular which I love the actual, if you know, the story behind the design and what it represents. And, like, I mean, they've all got their stories. We're not going to sit here and go, we'll be here for five hours. Maybe we'll do it with some of the top few. But uh, I know there was definitely a couple which came down to the fact of, okay, I know the truth behind Like, it's a great story. This adds to it. There's some which are definitely, like, nostalgia reasons. Like, okay, there's a sole reason why I love this medal. Um, and there are definitely ones where I've just been like, I've always fucking hated that medal. It annoys the shit out of me. I will not rank that any higher than this spot. Um, and so it's going to be, and like, I have no clue how to gauge either of you two, what your thoughts are. This isn't a 007 download now. Didn't get nominated for a podcast award, should have. Um, but like, whereas like, you know, Noah, Colin and I can go into an episode and kind of rank, okay, sort of like that. Or Jared, if we're doing a Euros Vision 1 download now, didn't also get nominated for award. Um, that we can kind of go, okay, well, I know Jared kind of likes these songs. So like, this is where he's going to, you know, rank as a possible winner. So I have no clue how to read you two and what you think. So I'm excited. We really, we tend to not think that's part well, that's, of the strategy. Yet we get nominated for awards. So I mean, <laughs> who knows? Uh, so how this will work is uh, basically each of us will read through from 15 through to 11. We'll kind of have a discussion each. Then we'll go from 10 down to six, have a discussion. And then we'll kind of go around the table and go five, four, three, two, one. And then I've got the magical off the podium formula worker outer Microsoft Excel. And it will 
give us the average and then we will read through our 15 through to 1 averages of the off the podium's best medals, which you're all dying to hear. So, uh, and we're obviously all winter and summer. They're all together. We're not just doing the winters and the, se- the su- uh, summer yeah. separately. And sorry, Youth Olympics, next time maybe. <laughs> not quite. I'd love to do the Commonwealth Games ones. There's some shit medals. Uh, <laughs> you want to see some shit medals? Look at the Commonwealth. Glasgow. Oh, my God. Melbourne. One of the worst medals I've ever seen. Jesus Christ. All right. uh, I'm not going first because I don't want to wear these medals for any longer than I have to. So let's go to Colin first because he's looking smiley and ready to go. Give us your 15 through to 11. All right. Um, And my number 15, this is one that, again, like I was saying uh, with ranking it as a whole changes. Whenever I would look at this on its own, I'd be like, well, that's different. I like that. Uh, and then when I have to compare it to everything else, I'm like, it is the only one on this list that does not look like an Olympic medal. I'm not entirely sure what it is. Is it a donut? Is it a hemorrhoid cushion? It's the Turin medal. <laughs> I thought you liked that medal. I was not and, expecting and this. And that's the thing. I, I think if we had gone back even a year ago, uh, and if I were to look at it on his own, I'm like, I like that. But do I like it as an Olympic medal? No, I kind of like it as his own thing. If I got awarded that for one of my runs, I'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. That's cool. If I look at his Olympic medal, it just does not look Olympic-like at all. Uh, my number 14 is uh, there's nothing wrong with the design, but uh, it's pretty much just been there, done that. So it's Rio. Uh, oh. Nothing new, nothing snappy, nothing uh, stands out. It looks like a medal that you probably could have had in the 60s or 70s and uh, would have blended in with all the others. My number 13 uh, the another recent one, Pyeongchang, which uh, from just doing a little bit of research online, a lot of people seem to like the Pyeongchang one for the simplicity. To me, it's a little bit too simple. Uh, there are some other very simple medals on here that uh, I like more. Uh, I'm not saying there's a problem with simplicity, just in the case of Pyeongchang, uh, nothing pops out. Number 12, I'm going to call this the Rise of Skywalker of medals because it's too much, way too much overthinking it. Uh, Sochi, uh, I have no idea what it is. It looks very fancy. If I was buying jewelry for my wife, I would probably buy her the Sochi medal, but as an Olympic medal, tried way too hard. Uh, And then my number 11, uh, another one that I think I always liked on its own. And then when you look at it as a whole, it it looks too heavy to me. It looks like something that if Ben had to wear the real one of these, he'd be weighed down on one medal, not uh, 15 of them. Uh, Salt Lake City, uh, it, kind of a melted paperweight, which is a, a cool look, but um, maybe just a little bit too clunky. Wow, I'm telling you now, we thought these were going to be all over the place. These are all over the place. These are this is this is going to be one crazy list. Uh, wow. Okay, I'm not used to not saying anything about this. Usually, what we do is rebut, but we'll just we've all got our things to say, I guess. Unless Jared, if you got anything outstanding here, you want to scream at Colin or give us give us your list because I don't I don't know if I really want to say anything without giving away my list. So yeah. Well, number fifteen, it's got to be Turin. <laughs> like <laughs> it's so bad. I, if I- one of the cd like, like athletes just go to like the two dollar shop and buy like a pack of 10 cds and then you've got like an olympic medal apparently because it's just it's horrid um then 14 is um nagano which just looks like a mistake and um like they've put like a sticker on the front of the medal it's horrid um 13 is vancouver which is like a melted biscuit um it's messed up uh 12 rio for similar reasons to colin it's just been there done that and then like the ribbon color as well as is like and then 11 is uh tokyo because what were they thinking this 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 is insane like i seriously like this is just i'm actually really excited how diverse this list is going to be this is just absolutely ridiculous uh colin do you have anything to add just i mean you know before i get to mine or on any of those choices um, I mean, some of those are going to be quite high on my list. Some of them are coming up very soon, so stay tuned. 
All right, now this is where Jared and Colin get the Ben show right now because I can do props here, all right. Um, it's a clean sweep for Turin. Screw that medal. <laughs> Even holding this in my hand right now, I don't know what to do. The stupid thing doesn't stay upright, so you can put the Olympic rings up there and then you got the – it's just – it's also the design. Like it's got weird little – if you can see it, they just got like curvy lines, some rings – and then just the shitty logo at the bottom, which I'm, I, I'd like to rank the logos because that's a whole other episode in itself. You know, hello, Sochi and your shit typeface. But um, yeah, no, Turin just it's it's always annoyed me when I when I watched it. How am I meant to put this on? Hang on a second. Take the headphones off. This is tricky. It's and it's a short ribbon as well, so it's hard to do. Um, when I watch the Olympics, I'm like, this is a shit medal. I don't like it. Dale Begg Smith deserved better to win a gold for that one. So that's an easy fifteen for me. At 14, uh, here's a new one, neither of you brought up. Um, it's, it's, I kind of like the design. And if you actually look at the metal itself, like physically, it's got a unique design. It's got kind of like a gap on the sides of things, which is kind of interesting. But it's the only one on our list that doesn't have the name of the Olympics on the ribbon. So that kind of loses points for me. It's the Lillehammer 1994 one, which uh, again, hold it up. I do like kind of the, the maroon and blue kind of on the ribbon, but I, I write Lillehammer 94 on it. As you can hear the clanging on it. Look at that. Not a good start for the winters for Ben. Um, number 13, another new one as well. I've got to find this one. Where the hell is this one? It's somewhere on the bottom here. Oh, there it is. Um, which, again, I it's a very simplistic medal uh, and kind of it's – I like the colour of the ribbon, but, again, even the writing on the ribbon's a bit plain and just the design on it's a little bit plain for me as well. It's Beijing 2008. Uh, not 2022, so uh, summer, just um, it's a bit basic for me. I, I, you know, not not my favourite of the basic ones. I'm going to clang away there. Uh, at number 12, Colin brought this one up at 13. I'm going to bring it up at 12. It's Pyeongchang. Um, yeah, it's, it's kind of like grooved edges on each side of it, which is kind of interesting and sort of it's okay. I like kind of the light blue and pink, which is kind of fancy on the ribbon, but outside of that, it's not that fancy. I've just realised that I've got uh, a riding on this. So I've actually the winner of the Alpine Skiing Women's Downhill. So there you go. Um, <laughs> congratulations to me. <laughs> Didn't realise I'd actually won an event. Uh, it was a I creativity award it, in that event. <laughs> it was. And number 11, the only one I don't have a prop for, and it's the newest one that's just been released. It's Beijing 22. Um it's very similar to 2008. I think it takes it a little bit more for me because I kind of like this sort of ring design that you've sort of got on it. And I think that adds it a little bit more to me than what you've got that white circle on the summer one. And I think the ribbon stands out a little bit better with those yellow flecks on it as well. But um, yeah, so outside of that, I, I haven't seen it physically, so I don't know how it will look in person. But uh, hurry up, wish and release it so Ben can buy that. So um not a good start for the winters for me. Four out of five are winters uh, for mine. But can I just say, the winters are the more unique of all of these. Like, uh, the winters are the ones that pop. You either love them or hate them. So, uh, anyway, there you go. Uh, clang, 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 clang. Uh, Colin, <laughs> 10 through to 6, unless you've got anything to add on anything that I just ranked. Uh, no, I'll start with 10. Uh, and this one, Jared's already brought up, and I had debated putting this at the very bottom. Uh, the only reason I didn't is because I thought if this wasn't a metal, I really liked the design of it. And so it's Nagano. Like Jared said, it kind of has a sticker on it. You, you can't tell if it's gold, silver, or bronze for the most part. Uh, but uh, it is a, a nice, interesting design. Just I don't think it suits a metal. Uh, my number nine, you've uh, already mentioned Lillehammer. I actually like this. So this is sort of getting to ones that I don't mind. Uh, I, it's... It, it, it almost looks a little bit too clunky. There, there's too much graphics. So if somebody just got a little bit too crazy on this is what the graphics are going to look like. When it starts to take away a little bit too much from the metal look itself, then that's a bit of a negative. Uh, my number eight, uh, this is one that, you know, could jump up there because there's another one coming up, which I originally wasn't a fan of at all. That's going to be quite high on my list, but Beijing 2022. Uh, like you said, it's similar to the 2008 one. Uh, it kind of looks like it's an astrological chart on one side, which is a little bit strange. Um, but uh, considering we had this revealed to us, what was it, a week, two weeks ago at the time of recording this, maybe it would move up if we had more time for it to, to grow on us a little bit more. Uh, my number seven, another one that I think people are very high on that I thought I would rank a little bit higher is London. 
Uh, now, the only negative of London, I think, is what people like the most, which is uh, the backside of it with the stri- scratchy look. But it almost just looks like somebody just scratched it up with a pen. Uh, I mean, I've got children who will take sharp objects, not knives or anything, but like like a pen. <laughs> or <laughs> My kids are running around with screwdrivers and Put knives. Put down, Casper. <laughs> But it's just a little bit too scratchy on the other side. I think that could have just been a little bit simpler. And uh, my number six, this one I originally had, I think, in the eight or nine spot. But uh, considering, you know, it's my home country, it's taken a long time for this one to grow on me. Vancouver, another one that falls in the melted paperweight category. But I like the idea, sort of the backstory behind it, that every metal being a little bit unique. And uh, it has that very simple design where, you know, it, it's sort of just the shape of the metal itself, the, the look of it, the, the glossiness of it that makes it stand out. Um, I probably even 24 hours ago, I know for a fact 24 hours ago, I wouldn't have ranked it this high, but uh, somehow it's grown on me in the last 24 hours. It's that Canadian pride that you realize that you can't uh, lump it down there as well. So there you go. I love how I'm the only one commenting on the ribbons. Maybe the ribbons are more personal to me because I'm, you know, clanging around like that. <laughs> Sounds like that should be like a belly dance or something like that. Um, Jared, have you got anything to add on Colin's rankings? If not, get straight into your, your next five. Nothing to add. I feel like Vancouver is way too high, but whatever. This is one that yo-yoed a lot, and I can't decide if I still am like in two minds about it. I like the Roman numerals um, at the top, and I like that this is individualized for the different sports, um, but it does kind of look like it's half finished. And then in nine, I've got London. Um, Wait, hang on a sec, Jared. What was number 10? Sorry, I think you might have cut out slightly before then. What was number 10? Salt Lake. Salt Lake. Okay, thank you. All right. Yeah. Nine is London. Uh, a little bit boring. I do agree that the back is nice, but the front's been done before. Um, eight, I've got Atlanta. Ooh. Uh, seven, Sydney. And then six, uh, Beijing 2022. Ooh, look at that. You two have uh, Beijing 08 very high. I uh, didn't realize that we were fans of that, but okay interesting and uh just jared i won't hear you bad mouth vancouver come on like that's just uh you know just just careful now um all right so uh number 10 god i gotta find these i should have really prepped these in an order shouldn't i because this is really unprofessional where the bloody hell is it um i don't even oh here it is okay uh tokyo our newest summer now um i'm a fan of sort of the bigger medals in terms of the the bigger radius which will be reflected in some of my rankings but the thing i like about tokyo it's thick like if i don't know if you can kind of see that it's, it's one of the more thick ones and i kind of like how it's got more of like the the contours on it where you can kind of feel a little bit more but outside of that the contours kind of just lead into a circle of the logo, and I, I'm not a fan of the Tokyo logo. I mean, it's better than the one that they changed initially, but uh, it's okay, and the ribbon is nice. I just like the ribbons. God, all right. Put that around my neck. Clang away. Um, number nine. Now, this hurt me to put this so low because it is my home country, and, uh, you know, if I think about – if I do think about this medal, I mean, I was – fascinated by watching i remember when the sydney olympics came around and watching those first medal events i was like oh what's the medal going to look like and i'm like oh i love it like it's so nice and i've probably touched more sydney olympic medals than any other real life medals and they've had the welcome home parades but reflecting on it now like it's too small like the, the little medal itself it's it's tiny and i don't like it i don't like how small the medal is it needs to be bigger sydney although i do kind of like the opera housey kind of flamey thing that they've got on the other side and i like the light blue the light blue is nice of the of the of the ribbon. Um, at number eight, you two both already put this one up. Uh, Colin, you put this as your second last one. Surprising, Rio. Um, on the big sucker, I I love like the big nature of the Rio. And was it you, Jared, who said you don't like the color of it? I love the green. I love the green. It's so nice with the swirls of the blue and the orange into it. Like, it's nice, and yeah, I'm kind of contradicting myself with Tokyo when I say it's just a logo on one side with a couple of swirls. This one looks like it's, like, in the forest or something like that, too. I don't know. I just, I like the Rio one. The Rio medal's a nice medal, so that that comes in at number eight. Um, number seven, oh, God, these are getting heavy. Um, 
Oh, I was going to say, do I have this highest and I've got the equal with Colin? Uh, we're going for London. Um, yeah, it does look very scribbly, but it kind of looks a bit futuristic. Although, it, again, if we ever rank the logos, like the, the London logo to me is just always Lisa Simpson giving a blowjob. Like, seriously, once you see it, you can never unsee it. Um, but what gets at points for me is I've always loved the font of London 2012 and the purple. I'm a fan of purple, and I think it's awesome, the, the, the colour of that too. Uh, so at number six... Hasn't been brought up, and I'm pretty sure it's going to piss one person off because this might be his number one. I'm going for Athens. Now, <laughs> I do like it, but again, it suffers from little... It's too small, but I also do like on the back kind of the, the Greek writing with the flames really cool, and I love the ribbon. I love kind of the the, the blue and the, all the different colours of it. Um, obviously, Australia's most uh, successful Olympics outside of uh, Sydney when it came to the gold until we just equaled it in Tokyo. So we saw a lot of these medals won by Australians. And it's a nice medal. The, honestly, all these medals from this point on are really medals I like. There's not a whole lot of negative, but it's just too little. I, don't, I mean, look, at it. it's kind of like a 50-cent piece in Australia. Like, make it bigger, Athens. So uh, there you go. All right, now, we're, unless either of you got anything to say. I, no, I got a couple things to say. All right, go, uh, Colin, say, tell me. Let's let's start with Rio. Uh, I, I'm... <laughs> I'm not, I would say I'm surprised that you rank Rio that high, but considering you got these all off a of wish, I mean, Rio was the one that looks like it's a, a wish medal, you know? <laughs> they're all actually, not seriously, they're actually all pretty darn good, the realism of them. Uh, the I'm, What I'm really surprised about is that uh, I'm going to end up having Sydney highest out of anybody here. So, um, yeah. And I think you've got. Uh, uh, one of my home country, one of my home countries. <laughs> yeah, I'll get the Calgary '88 one and the Montreal '76 one ready to rank, just below Antwerp. <laughs> um, what some of the other ones you talked about there? Uh, run through your rankings again. I had a couple comments. Well, I was going to say uh, we should maybe all go through our ten rankings so far uh, before we get into our top five. If you want to, Colin, would you like to do that, or do you want me to just go over those five quickly? Uh, go over those five really quickly. Okay, so the ones I just put up uh, from 10 down to 6 was Tokyo, Sydney, Rio, London, and Athens. Okay, Rio, uh, Sydney, Tokyo. Um, say it again. <laughs> you want me to read them again? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yes, please. Come on, old man. River, catch up. Um, <laughs> God, Moo Man in the Morning doesn't have these problems. Uh, Tokyo, <laughs> Tokyo, Sydney, Rio, London, Athens. Uh, London. Oh, that's what I was going to come. The London one. Uh, it's funny because you said that you can't find a lot of people who have ranked the medals online. Uh, there's a few where it's uh, like a Reddit column here or there. Oh, oh, here's some, what are some opinions? And you get three people replying. Uh, one of them mentioned the Barton Lisa Simpson thing. And I had not heard that before. Really? Uh, and it, yeah. Oh. But then I looked it up and I'm like, okay, I, I see what you're saying now. That might've changed my uh, <laughs> London rankings had I actually seen that beforehand. Jared, you've seen that before. Like, that was, I think, back in London. That was, like, the, when they announced the logo. Straight away, I was like, um, is that Lisa Simpson giving a blowjob? In, in all fairness, though, I, I probably didn't know what a blowjob was in 2012. You still don't. Do you, I need to show you a video? I learned it yesterday after reading Reddish. <laughs> exactly. We'll go back over the pegging thing again. But um, <laughs> No. All right. Let, let's go over our, our 15 through to 6. Um, Colin, you can start us off. Re refresh our memories from 15 down through to 6. Uh, 15, I had Turin, uh, 14, Rio, 13, Pyeongchang, 12, Sochi, 11, Salt Lake City, 10, Nagano, 9, Lillehammer, 8, Beijing, 2022, uh, 7, London, and 6, Vancouver. Perfect, Jared. At 15, I had Turin, 14, Nagano, 13, Vancouver, 12, Rio, 11, Tokyo, 10, Salt Lake, 9, London, eight Atlanta, seven Sydney, and six Beijing 2022. All right, so fifth in. Uh, <laughs> clean sweep for them. I honestly thought, Colin, you liked, like I thought that would be in your top five. Like I, I don't know why, but uh, Turin 15, 14 Lillehammer, 13 Beijing 08, 12 Pyeongchang, 11 Beijing 22, 10 Tokyo, 9 Sydney, 8 Rio, 7 London, 6 Athens. So as we head into our top five, if I'm looking here... Uh, has there been any that hasn't been brought up by anyone? Uh, no. I don't think so. So, wow. Okay, interesting. All right. So just, just give us your number five, Colin. You don't need to go five through to one, just your number five. All right, let's take one more off the board here. Uh, I'm going number five, Sydney. 
Um, I, I, I thought that you guys would have been huge. I thought you've even talked about loving, loving this metal before. Um, the size is an interesting thing because I don't know if that would change it. Uh, when we're looking at just a picture or we're watching on TV, you know, anytime we see these medals on TV, we're only seeing the Sydney medals. Uh, we're only seeing the Athens medals. So the size, you know, you don't really get that in context. So it is interesting that you can bring that perspective with all your wish medals there, uh, or maybe wish just got it wrong. I don't know. Uh, but, uh, I really love just the simple traditional designs and, uh, with Sydney, like you said, the opera, they always try to incorporate something of the culture into the medals. And the opera house is, is probably one of the most basic ones you could do. It's one of the most obvious ones you could do, but it just screams, okay, this is Sydney. And it's not one of the other million medals that look exactly like it. Uh, plus to me, it looks like a million dollars. I mean, it, it, it's, it's one of the medals that just, if I were to go try to barter, if I was out of money in, in a foreign country, I'd say, look, I got a million dollar coin here. This is my Sydney medal. Which is also too should mention like on and usually you've got the same design on one side of it that you'll have like in all the Olympics. So you kind of got that sort of traditional Greek like the statue with the, the wings and yeah yeah and they've changed it. I think is it was it since Beijing that they've kind of changed it. It's kind of like in in the original Olympic Stadium, whereas like from Athens beforehand, it was kind of like the winged angel with like a, a bridge thing in the background and a, a laurel wreath. So kind of that's always on one side of, of the medal versus what's, and I think that's only the summer medals because the winter ones are just all very unique, but no, I'm glad that one of us loves Sydney in the top five. I mean, you know, I love that medal. It's just, I like eight others more apparently. So anyway, Jared, your number five. Uh, my number five is Lillehama. I feel like this could have almost been my favorite if they'd put a little bit more like gold on it. Like that's the only thing I don't like about it is that it doesn't have enough of like the color of the metal on it. Um, but I just appreciate like the effort to have like a different symbol for like each sport. Um, and even though I like the cartoony style, I feel like it just kind of works. It feels like it's cultural. It's, um, I don't know, unique to that Olympics. So I feel like they haven't tried to copy anything that's come before. Uh, and I think just the rings on the back look really good as well. I think like, as we're going to establish with some of these winter ones um, that maybe haven't come up as much, but um, yeah, the winter ones are the, and if, if people kind of want to see, obviously we're talking about our favorites, kind of ranking them, going over the designs a little bit. And we'll, we'll put up on our social media, kind of maybe just a graphic of like some of them ranked, but if you go to the Olympics website, uh, you can actually find pictures of all the medals and, I mean, ultimately, we're only doing sort of 94 onwards, but if you kind of look at some of the older ones, for example, look at the Sarajevo one from 1984. It's kind of square. Uh, Sapporo sort of did a similar one in 1972 as well. So there are some very unique designs of the medals themselves going back in time, which are very, very interesting. But, I mean, you sort of look at some of these really oldy ones and they all look very... I mean, Paris 1900, I think they've almost got rectangles uh, kind of on those ones. When I, I didn't think medals were officially kind of awarded until, what, like 1908 or 1912 or something like that. And then I think they just retroactively had certain ones back in the day. So... Yeah, the winter ones are definitely the more unique designs of them. Um, so I have at number five a medal that got absolutely no love from either of you. Colin, you had it at 10. Jared, you had it at 14. Nagano. I love the Nagano medal. <laughs> of um, course you would. Like the thing that I love about the Nagano medal is like you both sort of say like, oh, like it's kind of got like stuff on it, like the black stuff and doesn't look like a medal. I love the uniqueness of that. I think that adds to it. And I love the colors of it, like the logo itself, the Nagano logo, which is one of my favorite Olympic logos. Um, it's like got all the colors of it. It's fantastic. The ribbon's great with kind of like the flowers on it. And it's just, I'm nostalgic with this medal because it was kind of the first Winter Olympics that I got really obsessed with. And I remember seeing Zali Stegel with the bronze one of these coming to the Channel 7 studios, showing it off. Like, always love the Nagano medal. So, um, yeah. Boo like, for what? you too. Nagano, Boy. justice for Nagano. Like, here's the thing. Again, it, it looks nice if it was not an Olympic medal, you know, kind of like Turin. It's it's interesting. It's different. But when you said, oh, it's got all the colors on there. I mean, that's when if, if you're an Olympic medalist and you're like, oh, I won an Olympic medal. OK. And you show it to people and they're like, so was it gold, silver or bronze? I can't tell. <laughs> well, I mean, the background stuff is gold, Colin. Like, uh, you know. Does this, did I win? Did I win anything for this one? No, it doesn't have the event on it. So, Jared, I mean, you had this fourteenth, Jared. What's wrong with Naga? Come on! It doesn't like it doesn't look intentional. 
I feel like the front of it, it looks like that, like the Nagano logo and the year and the Olympic rings. It looks like that circle bit has slipped down from like the rest of the medal. <laughs> like it looks like, like a, a mistake. Oh, <laughs> I just want to push it back up and then have <laughs> like, if that was just it and you got rid of the black from the front, perfect. Actually, I want to clarify. I think I might've won this for bobsled. It looks like there's a sporting logo and it looks like a bobsled. So oh, bobsled. Added to my alpine skiing downhill. So um, I'm very multi-talented I am. All right. Number four, Colin. Hit me with it. Uh, number four, um, the old design of Olympic medals for at least years and years and years, they all just looked like it was a coin. Uh, to me, Atlanta is the nicest coin I have ever seen. <laughs> it's, it's that the, exactly the same design as so many others. It's just, it's, it's 10 times better than all the, the coin designs that they've had before. Uh, and it's one of the ones that I think I've always seen the most. Uh, and I don't know if it's because the Atlantic games, even though they weren't in Canada, there was just so much coverage over here. There was such a big deal about these medals when um, they, they originally came out uh, and, you know, being able to, have a variation of it around my neck. Maybe that bumps it up a little bit, but, uh, but it's just, it's so traditional, but it's just, it's, it's so, uh, I'll just say it again. It's, it's so much better than the other traditional ones. I can't think of anything fancier to say. Solid answer. I'll talk about it soon. Jared, you had it at eight. So, I mean, not that far away. So you kind of like Atlanta. Yeah. I feel like it's a less refined version of Sydney. That's a solid point. I like that point. Maybe don't agree with it, but it's a solid point. Uh, Jared, your number four. My number four is Pyeongchang. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I kind of like how simple the front is, that it's just the Olympic rings. And I feel like the kind of etching works on it and just like the logo on the back. I like, I don't know. I just like that it's minimalist, but I think the like strikes through it, give it like enough to be different from like all the others and stand out at the same time. This is where we're so so diverse because Colin and I had that very low, and you've got that. I, I forgot you'd still had that up you know, to go, Jared. I'll, I'll say I'll say one thing. Um, I, I'm going to stand by my ranking, but uh, what you say about like the etching and everything, Jared. If if nothing else, the Pyeongchang it stands out, and it doesn't stand out in the bad way. Uh, to me, it's just it's a little bit too simple. But you do make a good point. Like if if you picture Pyeongchang, you can picture the medal. Whereas a lot of these other countries, you're like, oh, there's so much going on in that medal. I don't even know what to picture. And that's a good point too. Like uh, definitely with the majority of these medals, you tell me the Olympics, I can picture the medal, but there are some that stand out more. And I think that's reflected in my top few. Can I say my neck is starting to really hurt all of a sudden? <laughs> um, what do I have? Like 13 of these around my neck now, 12, whatever it is. No, 10. I can't even count. Um, my number four, another one that got no love from either of you. Uh, 11 from Colin, 10 from Jared. Salt Lake. Um... I love the Salt Lake medal. Like it's your neck's it's, really gonna hurt now. <laughs> like I mean, I get what you're saying with the paperweight, but it's just it's the shape of it. It's kind of jagged around it, and it's like it's got a unique sort of design. And even if you actually look at it carefully, like the way kind of around the little section where the ribbon goes through, you have the XIX kind of like in there, like kind of just in that section there, which I think is really cool. Um, I love the individual nature of the sports on it. I've won this for the 10-kilometer sprint in biathlon. There you go. Um, and just even the background, how it's kind of got like this lady with a torch, light the fire within the the, the motto of it, uh, the rings, nostalgia reasons. This is Bradbury's gold. I mean, not in the biathlon, but uh, even outside of just Bradbury, Alyssa Camplin, you know, the men's Canada team gold as well, Jamie Soleil, like just so many memories over Salt Lake that this medal just stands out for me. And I love it. I love the shape of it. It is quite heavy. Um, <laughs> I noticed you haven't put it on yet. Oh, here we go. All right, hang on. Clang, 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 clang. But, yeah, I like Salt Lake City. One of my favourite Olympics, so I like the medal as well. So, um, oh, my God, this neck. Jesus. Um Listen, have you got anything to say, Colin? Go to number three. Uh, so number three, this would fall in the category of it really had to grow on you because when I originally saw the design, I'm like, okay, that's all right. I don't you know, see anything that really stands out. Uh, and then throughout the games recently, it uh, it really grew on me a lot. And I think you put, it might have been you, Ben, who pinpointed uh, just sort of the raised look on the one side, that the all the different contours, all the, diff the, the different shapes to Tokyo. Uh, it, it's it, it really has that unique look to it without being too busy. 
And, um, you know, maybe in two or three more years when I've sort of forgotten about this a little bit and there's not as much recency bias, uh, I might bump it back down where I originally thought it would be, which would be possibly a top 10 one. But as of right now, like I absolutely love this Tokyo. And every time I look at it, I'm like, man, I just love this metal more and more. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Um, Jared, got anything to add on Tokyo? Otherwise, give us your number three. So my number three is Beijing 08. Um, I just don't really have anything bad to say about it. I like that it has the jade inlay. I like that it's the color of the inlay is different for the different metals. I like that it kind of distinguishes between the three further. I will say that what weighs it down is I think the silver metal design does not look as good as the other two. Um, but I think overall, like they've kind of captured a unique look while also having like the like rehash of the like track and the winged person on the back. So, um, yeah, I just think it's a good balance. And also the red ribbon really pops as well. I, I red's my favorite color and I'm sad that I don't rank these red ones up higher, but, um, no, I, I do like the red, but I just, I like the Beijing 22 red more and they're very similar. Like I, weirdly appreciate that they kind of went for that similarity in some way, even though it would be nice to have something completely different. But uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, number three, uh, my highest summer medal on this list. I've talked up a lot how much I have loved this medal and it's it's just nostalgia reasons. And to me, this was like the first of those real like picture ribbon medals. And just I I think this was the first medal I ever got to see in person. I've got a photo of me holding a wearing a bronze medal from Atlanta around my neck. But just love it. And I just, I love that sort of style that it's got sort of, it's, it's very basic and small that I've kind of complained before, but it's just something simplistic about it that I like that fits in well for the centennial games. I like kind of the ribbon, the way they've got like the logo with the 100 on it, the kind of the laurel wreath and the, and the green with like that real gold trim around the ribbon, I think really, really works. So there's just something about the Atlanta medal that I've always liked. That was an easy one for me to go into my top three. Um, but, uh, yeah, my highest summer medal is Atlanta, 1996. There you go. Ooh, the crowd goes crazy. Uh, Colin, anything else to add? Otherwise, give us your number two. Uh, my number two was Jared's number three, Beijing 2008. Uh, and... I, I almost feel bad for 2022 because they did go with something similar. And I, like you said, Ben, I like that they did something similar because th this hasn't really happened before about being able to have these uh, opposing games uh, so close together. Uh, but uh, if, if there had never been a 2008 Beijing medal, maybe 2022 is higher for me, but just the, the different circles and everything on the back, like Jared said, the inlay it's, it's, it's got such an original look to it. And like one of my biggest complaints seems to be, it's not too busy. It's not too complicated. It's, it's simple, but there's a lot going on. And also just the, um, the front of the stadium look, like you mentioned, the, the traditional wing creature on the stadium, there's just so much more texture to it where you can see exactly what it is. It's not like you have to squint or get really close. You're like, oh yeah, that's supposed to be a stadium. And they, they've got so much detail on that. Um, this is pretty close to a perfect metal. I, I wasn't quite sure putting my finger on what it was that didn't work. Jared, you kind of raised a good point about the silver, obviously not looking as good, but like the, the gold, especially, it just, it totally stands out. There you go, Jared. Um, and you're ranking it high. I'm looking at the averages here now, and I, I don't even know if I can work this out, but uh, I'm glad I've got Excel because I, I think I know what's going to be number one, but uh, I'll, yeah, get there in a second. Um, Jared, you're number two. So I have Athens as number two. Um, I feel like this just, it gets the balance right. It feels traditional and like a throwback, which fits for Athens. Um, I just think the Greek writing on the back kind of caps it all off. And then like the ribbon doesn't clash or anything. It kind of works. Um, yeah, just everything about it, I think is really good. You know, it's actually interesting. I just realized, Jared, that your two that remained was either going to be my number one or Jared's, uh, Colin's number one. So now I know. Ooh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> my number two, um, Jared. 13th just just stop it uh, colin six decent um vancouver 
Now, I hate the fact this replica does no justice to the Vancouver medal because... That's the replica? That's a wish medal. <laughs> yeah, like this has got no... Like the beauty about the Vancouver medal, which I, a lot of what gives me high points, is the story behind it. So every single one of these medals is a, your own unique shape, the way they're kind of contoured and everything. They're all unique. There's not two medals the same. And literally, if you got every single Vancouver medal and put them together, it forms one giant picture. So, like, these are all pieces of a, of a jigsaw puzzle, which I think is so intelligent. And it's got all related to do with, like, the landscape of BC and kind of, like, the contours of the mountains and everything. Like, it's just, it's just I love the way they kind of went out of their way to do it. And that, that really ranks it highly to me. I love it. It's big. It's round. It's thick. I like my things big, round, and thick. The ribbon's cool with, like, the lines and just Vancouver 2010 on it. It's Canadian. It adds things to it as well. And it's the closest I've ever lived to an Olympic city. Well, I guess I lived in Brisbane and that's now an Olympic city. But, hey, whatever. Like, you know, go to town. But, no, I'll give Vancouver some love. Jared, uh, 13. I I just want to add something. Uh, I think you were with me when we saw those in person. Yeah. Uh, at the the Royal Canadian Mint here, and I've seen um, a bunch of them in person. Just to interrupt you, like I when I've been to Vancouver, they have like in certain sections. I went to the Van- the museum at BC Place, and also in the exhibition center, they had a display there still of the medals, and the, I got mm-hmm. a photo on the podium and the the cauldron. Like, yeah, it's all still there. Yeah, I'll say this in defense of Jared. This is one of the ones that even when I uh, I wasn't like the biggest fan of Vancouver. And I think when I saw them in person, it very much changed my perspective because there's also it's one of these medals where you look at it straight on and then you tilt your head a little bit and it looks completely different. Like the, the shape and everything and the, just the shine from it. Uh, so seeing these in person does give a completely different, even compared, I've seen the London one in person and I probably was less impressed seeing the London one in person, but uh, yeah, the Vancouver one does go up a lot. If you actually can look at it in the flesh. I'm trying to think, and I'll ask this to you, Jared. Like, what I've seen, like, I've seen, obviously a few of our guests have obviously gotten their medals out and kind of shown them on, on camera. I'm thinking in person, I would have seen Atlanta, Sydney, uh, the, uh, Rio, um, Calgary. In person? Uh, they, they didn't have that at the Olympic Park? I didn't go to the Olympic Park. I never ended oh, up going. Okay. Um, oh, there would have been a few like in the sports museum in Melbourne, which I couldn't remember which ones would have been there. But um, I'm just thinking like, yeah, parades and stuff like that. I've definitely like I've touched a Sydney medal. I've worn an Atlanta one. I've touched a Rio medal. Um, but I'm just, I'm thinking, I don't think I've ever seen a winter one in person. Oh, actually, no, that's all. I think uh, Bradbury's gold is in the museum in, in Melbourne. Uh, so I've seen the Salt Lake one. But anyway, Jared, have, what have, have you seen any in person? I think only Sydney. I'm fairly sure like we had somebody come out and talk at the school. I don't remember who, but um, yeah, that's the only one. One of those. All right, cool. All right, so our number ones, which, um, wow, these are fascinating, particularly because two of our number one, two of us, our number ones, somebody ranked very low, interestingly enough. Colin, all right, your number one. I, actually, if it wasn't Turin, I thought this might be your number one because I know you've talked this metal up before. I'm not surprised you thought Turin would have I've probably just, been like, oh, it's not that bad in the past, but I don't I think I've ever been like, like yeah, one I of the times, it. One of the times I mentioned I hated it and you kind of defended it, so I don't know why I feel like you the, liked Turin. The, the defense was probably, it's not that bad, but really it is. But, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, my number one, I mean, this is an obvious one, uh, and I'm so glad that uh, Jared had it as high as he did too. Uh, Athens. Uh, when I try to think of what the perfect medal is, it would be this. Like, I, I really do lean more towards the traditional look of the medals where you don't have to look at it. Oh, is that a medal from some games? But you can look at it and say, that's an Olympic medal. It's got all the classic elements to it. Uh, if I were to imagine what an Olympic medal looked like back, you know, we're talking like the ancient days of the ancient Olympics. This is sort of what I picture, you know, having all the ancient Greek writing on the back. I mean, that's probably what really sells it. But uh, it, it's just this is as traditional as it can get. And it's so appropriate that it would be for Athens that, that they would go with such a traditional but uh, elevated look to it. Uh, I mean, it's a nice medal. I had it at six. I had it at the lowest. Of course, Ben does. But, um, you know, yeah, I like it. Jared, you had it at number two. Unless you've got anything else to add on that, you can move into your number one. So the best medal, hands down, by Country Mile is uh, Sochi um, <laughs> because it is super unique. They managed to get the culture in. I feel like the issues with, like, Lillehammer of not enough of the colour of the medal like this is like there's enough gold there's enough silver there's enough bronze on them 
And the fact that for the other like inlay, they've gone like this clear color, I just feel like works. I like that it looks like a mountainside for the Winter Olympics. Um, just everything about it's good. I like that they're like thick on like the side too. Um, and the um, ribbon doesn't distract from the metal, which is good. Colin, do you have anything to add? Because I mean, I like I said, get straight it, to my number one. <laughs> it, it looks very nice. I mean, it's it's an incredible looking design. To me, it's just it's too much and it's not Olympic looking enough. Well, it's my number one as well. And I used to hate the Sochi medal. I used to kind of when I first saw that, I'm like, oh, that's like Turin. That's horrible. Like, what's going on with that one there? Like, it's got a hole in it and it's got glass in it. Like, oh, this is terrible. But it's it's one that just grows and grows and grows and grows on me. And like the the physical one doesn't have it. They've kind of like made the clear bit like silver or something. So it's very wish like. But um, I just love it. Like I'm everything Jared said. I agree with. Like it's kind of like a snowflake kind of mountain thing, which works. And in what might be the worst Olympic logo, um, it kind of that even sort of works. It looks okay on the medal. <laughs> um, and I just kind of like the simplicity of the rings on the background. The ribbon is beautiful. Like it's. I agree with Jared. Doesn't take away from it. And this is just one that just, I don't know, like if I was to have ever won an Olympic medal, this would be the one I want because it's so unique. It's so cool. Like it's just, it's interesting and it's not so donutty and shit like Turin that it still can be considered an Olympic medal. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to put this on now. Oh, all 14. But um, Sochi, Jesus Christ. Now I know how Michael Phelps feels. Um, yeah, I love it. I love it now. I'm glad I've grown on to loving Sochi. So there you go, Russia, you're $20 billion well spent off the podium, Australian podcast, nominated podcast, ranked it, two of us as your number one Olympic medal. So the most expensive Olympics ever, your white elephant stadiums and, that aren't being used, well, you finally got validation. <laughs> and my family's Russian. I mean, I should be ashamed for my ranking. <laughs> yes, you should be, Colin. All right, let's... Let's basically, with the algorithm, we usually play a song if we're doing double. We don't need to do that, do we? No, we can just go into this. Um, so from 15 through to well, This is fucking fascinating. Um, can we guess what number 15 might be, everyone? Anyone? Bueller? No? <laughs> Turin! <laughs> 15. Oh, hopefully Milan Cortina's better. Uh, maybe they'll do the Tim bit for the middle column. <laughs> <laughs> they can have a, there's the jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> yes. You know, like, hey, we got to do this there. Like, they do pizza. Like, come on, you've done the donut for Turin. Come on, 20, 20 years later, you can do the uh, the pizza. Uh, 14. Oh, Rio. Oh, poor Rio. Go to Rio to get the 14th medal. In 13th place, uh, Jared, you had this at four, but apparently that wasn't enough to bump it up. Paul Pyeongchang, uh, 13th uh, there. It's, it's so interesting, the, the discrepancy between so many winters at the bottom and then a few at the top. Uh, Nagano, oh, 12th for Nagano. Oh, poor little Nagano, 12th. Uh, just missing the top 10, another winter. Lillehammer comes in at 11th. Tenth, our newest medal on the list, a medal that we have not seen awarded yet, but uh, Beijing 22. In ninth place, ah, Salt Lake, number nine, boo. Uh, Tokyo comes in at number eight. London at number seven. Uh, Now our next two are our home Olympics. Does it go to Australia or Canada? Number six, Vancouver uh, at number six, which means Sydney goes in at number five. Number four, Beijing 2008. Number three, Atlanta. Number two, Sochi. And at number one, Athens yes. gets the, the gug. So Athens is the number one Olympic medal of all time. Thoughts, Jared? I mean, did you ever have like any kind of like, oh, does Athens go at number one? Or was Sochi always number one for you and Athens a solid number two? Sochi was immovable, um, but Athens... I'm more than happy for that to be crowned number one. Colin, uh, you're obviously happy. You, you, I mean, you were the only one who had a different number one and you got the number one. So um, <laughs> you must be feeling pretty satisfied. I mean, it's it's mostly because of my Sochi ranking that uh, <laughs> Athens is number yeah. one, but I'll take it. <laughs> Good job. Good job. What, what means more to you, an Australian Podcast Award nomination or having your medal chosen at number one? Well, let me answer that after I see if we actually win. <laughs> in only a few hours time tune in to australianpodcastawards.com uh this has been fun i like this and you know what i like about this too is the fact that having jared jared's so like nice and calm 
There's no fucking debate. There's no like Noah, like, oh, I hate you, Ben. I just, you know, you need to take a step back. (laughs) No, don't make fun of my alcoholism. This is calm. (laughs) Jared, join us on Double Loss Seven. We'll get these done. Not four and a half hours. Like this is done in an hour. Good job, Um, Colin. um, What? What? I mean, how are you feeling? This is weird for you and I doing these rankings and it being so quick and calm. Yeah, what I what I really like though is that uh, our top two we represented both the summer and a winter games, and we also represented a traditional look and a very non traditional look. So uh, I'm kind of happy looking at the averages, even if it doesn't match uh, completely to what I have. That is a solid point. And just quickly, so what is our top ten? Is made up of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven summers. And three winters. Oh, poor, poor little winters. Which I guess, does that mean that the intro and outro of this, we've got to play our summer intro or our winter intro? What do you think? I guess we've got to play summer, don't we? Just play some random Greek music. No, I can't be bothered making something new. I'm just play the, the same old summer one. We've still got the Tokyo music. I'll make it Paris in a year or so when I can be bothered editing a new intro. Uh, speaking of... of episodes and intros and everything along the lines we've got so many great interviews we've got episodes dropping every two days essentially between now and about the end of january and then come the end of january we're doing an episode every bloody day people basically from the end of january right through to the closing ceremony of the beijing olympics jared and colin are going i didn't agree to this what's going on i'm busy i don't have time for this you two are fine Right? Like, we don't have to get you on board until the Beijing preview episode. So you two are safe. Don't worry. But uh, we've got some great ones. And I will say that from episode 201 onwards, and this is, of course, episode 150-something or 173. God, Ben, I know how to do my maths. Um, video episodes, video interviews. You'll be able to see that on a newly created YouTube channel. So get excited. But we've got some great, great guests, both summer and winter, still to come. I'll tease and say that our next interview is somebody who has an Athens medal. She got a bronze in Athens, probably more famous for a medal that she didn't win, uh, getting disqualified 200 metres from winning a gold medal in Sydney, sadly, but uh, she got the bronze in uh, Athens. I'm talking about Jane Savile, race walker, four-time Olympian, was also in Atlanta and Beijing, so a great chat there, and we've got some more great chats still to come across that way. But with these these two looking at me, uh, you'll hear a bit of them on our 200th episode best of, but I don't think we're going to hear either of your voices until our Beijing preview episode, you two. So you can have a couple of months off, rest, you know. There's no interviews coming up I was part of? Oh, yeah, that's true. You're on a few of them. (laughs) (laughs) Forgot about that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, a couple. Jared, were you in any of them? I can't remember. Um Maybe. Not that I can recall. Minimal effort, yeah, maximum recall. reward. But I think in all seriousness, like we, we've often talked about sort of doing maybe a general recap of each other. We're going to work out what other episodes we can do after the Olympics next year when things slow down a little bit. But I, I love these rankings. Like I really would like to do, you know, more. I, I, I say the next one, the logos, because I don't have to wear them around my neck. <laughs> but uh, there are some shit, shit logos and there are some amazing logos. So, Colin, I don't know, you have initial thoughts on Olympic logos, if that's something? Because I think they only really created a logo, and that would be a longer one, because I think they maybe brought a logo in from, like, the 50s or 60s, and we can probably do it when they first had the official logos. But uh, any initial thoughts? Uh, I mean, unless you've got another idea, if I'm just telling us that we're doing logos, please rebut me with a better ranking, no. if you think. No, that's a, that's a good one. And uh, I, I think there's where we're probably going to disagree on Sochi more, because uh, I was a big oh. fan of the Sochi logo. Really? It's yeah. got like Times New Roman and written Sochi.ru. Oh, great logo. <laughs> Vladimir Putin probably spent $5 billion on that. <laughs> like, it looks like a really fancy website address. I like it. <laughs> I, I really want to like get the old Tokyo one that they got like um, sued for copyright infringement, which I'm glad they did because that was worse than the Sochi logo. Look that up. That was a terrible. And we'll rank the Hobart 2020 logo amongst it too, maybe. Jared, uh, again, unless you've got any other ideas, you got any thoughts on the logos of the Olympics? The logo sounds good because I agree with you. There's some logos that need to be called out. <laughs> yeah. There's some logos that have been sitting on their history for, for 50 years. I'm looking at you, Montreal. Uh, <laughs> time you got called out for you sitting around thinking, oh, I'm so good. I cost Canada billions of dollars. Um, but again, that logo cost $2 billion. 
think uh, <laughs> Quebec just paid it back. But uh, that'll come at some point in 2022. But stay tuned. Like us on Facebook. Follow us, all the, the usual channels. And tune in to AustralianPodcastAwards.com to see us not get a gold, silver or bronze. I'm Moon Man in the morning. That's my tip for gold. Uh, predictions, everyone. Uh, just quickly, uh, I'm, I'm going Moon Man in the morning, gold. I'm going housewarming silver, and I've given them enough shit, so I think they should get the bronze. Stuff the British style. They're going to steal the bronze from us. Colin, predictions for the Creativity Award? You know, I just, I think the name Stuff the British Stole is creative enough. Uh, I think <laughs> that's our gold medal winner right there. I, I want to hear, like, I'm sure they'll play a clip, whoever wins, but I want this to be like, you know, British music. Hello, I'm British, and I stole the award for best creative podcast at the podcast awards <laughs> in your bloody face off the bloody podium yes shit show uh jared uh, who, who's who's taking the the creativity award tonight that's not us well the heart says things the british stole um but the head says uh moon man in the morning you'd probably want to win with that budget i know <laughs> i mean seriously like 40 odd thousand uh followers like this is a i think a nationally syndicated show like, I mean, again, literally look each of the shows up. I think I got excited with um, uh, Housewarming because I'm like, oh, they've got, like, about the same amount of followers on Twitter as us. Like, okay, cool. They've got, like, 5,000 followers on Instagram. Like, all right, well, there you go. Like, that's their platform of choice. So, and, like, everybody's like, oh, congratulations, well-deserved. I was like, cool. I think we got one like on our post on Instagram <laughs> that we got nominated for an award. So uh, It was me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where you're saying there's a chance. Uh, but in all seriousness, I, I, I sound like I'm taking the piss, but it is a pretty big honour. We are pretty chuffed because I think they said that there was over 900 entries into the Australian Podcast Awards and we apparently are one of the most six creative podcasts according to the judges. So we'll take it. <laughs> Number four on the uh, whatever that list was of podcasts to listen to about the Olympics in 2021. I think we'll be about number 34 next year. Um, and uh, the six top six most creative podcasts. We've got a lot to live up for for our Beijing commentary, Colin. <laughs> this is why we have to come in four or lower. Can you imagine how angry Derek Druin's going to be if we get a medal <laughs> after what you did to him? <laughs> you know, it's hilarious. If we win the freaking gold and we break the <laughs> Cursed by winning our first gold medal on this show for us. Yes. <laughs> Carly Massey's got this silver. Oh, so proud. Two silver medals. Oh, the show I was on won a gold before I did. <laughs> Britt Cox is going to be mad. Oh, the, the face, like again, I get the shit for Derek basically saying, oh, you're going to win gold. Oh, Ben, ha, ha, ha. Can we just point out that Colin back in Pyeongchang was like, oh, if there's a lock for a gold medal, it's Britt Cox. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we didn't bring that up to her when we interviewed her in a few months' time. Uh, well, if there's a lock for a gold medalist, Moon Man in the morning. Yeah, we got to win the gold. <laughs> can we just can we make this? Hey, Australian Podcast Awards. It's it's the 2002 short track speed skating. You're about to get up to the thing. Oh, they all fall over off the podium. Wins the gold. Yeah. <laughs> Doing it off the podium. That's what they call it, basically. But no, congratulations in advance to Moon Man in the Morning. Thoroughly deserved. So, such a good show. I wake up, there's Moon Man. Look at him staring at me face in the thing. And Anyway, uh, thanks to the judges. We appreciate being in the top six. It's where we deserve. Uh, Jared, thank you for joining us. And thank you for joining me on the Sochi Love. I appreciate your brain. No problem. And a shout out to um, Of The Podium, a podcast that missed out on a creative award by a spelling mistake. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, Of The Podium. Better show. Better show. <laughs> of The Podium. And Colin, thank you for joining us and for joining me sort of on the Vancouver Love. Thank you. And uh, I have a good chiropractor to recommend you. Dominic, Dominic. <laughs> Uh, thanks for tuning in. This is Off the Podium. As always, remember, go left. Turning Japanese up, they come turning Japanese.